What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful Overbooked, and it's time for your weekly dose of hits and misses. I'm here with Drew, as I am every single week. How are you doing, man? I'm doing really well this week. How are you doing, Joel? Can't complain. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We have had a wonderful St. Patrick's Day slam. We have so much going on in the world of wrestling. Hits, misses. We got to get to it. We need those people to know what the hell to watch from this past week. Are you ready to go? Yep. Let's do it. Number five. Hit me. All right. So number five was a kid versus Kushida on NXT. Um, I hadn't seen a kid wrestle before, which is just so incredibly weird to say. <laughs> I haven't gotten used to that name. <laughs> I think it's just, isn't it just a kid, not a or kid? A kid, a kid. I mean, <laughs> nobody should yeah. wrestle a child. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but I, I, he really is great and I enjoyed that match on Tuesday. Uh, I would like to go back and maybe even see some of his NXT UK stuff. Um, so I really think that everyone should go out of their way to watch it. Good stuff. My number five is from Monday Night Raw, The Revenge of Becky Lynch. <laughs> Becky coming out, taking out Bianca Belair, getting her revenge on Bianca after that whole house show incident. You'll, you'll, you'll hear all about it when you watch the program. Uh, but they did Bianca versus Dewdrop for like the umpteenth time. Good match, but it was all about the revenge from Becky that really got me in and got me more excited for their match at WrestleMania. Give me your number four. Number four, the Keith Lee versus Max Caster match from Rampage. Now, everything really, like if you can see before, the match and after, I thought everything was great. Like, the Acclaim promo was funny. Max's rap, I thought, was really on point this week. Um, and then Keith Lee just tossing Max around like Max was half of his size. Just extremely, extremely well done. And then Swerve coming down to save Keith Lee from the four-on-one beat down. Just excellent, excellent match. Great all-around Go and see that, too. There we go. My number four was from SmackDown, Pat McAfee's apology. Now, I know some people aren't going to love Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory at WrestleMania, but you cannot deny that the build so far has been entertaining, and a lot of it is because Pat McAfee is a good promo. Pat McAfee is an entertaining promo, and if nothing else, I think a lot of people who haven't seen Pat wrestle before, and you do exist, I know you do, you're going to see that Pat McAfee is actually a pretty uh, pretty good wrestler. So I enjoyed mm-hmm. that segment from SmackDown. Hit me, number three. Number three, Naomi and Sasha versus Liv and Rhea 
on SmackDown. This match ruled so much, and the crowd just really was into this match. The crowd was was hype for SmackDown yesterday. It was just, it was a really great watch, and this match was really one of the highlights of the show. Um, they're definitely my pick, Naomi and Sasha. I'm hoping that they win the tag titles. We'll see what happens. They like doing, you know, Sasha heel turn stuff a lot, but um, we'll see. But that that match was really, really great. Even though we didn't get a finish, technically, you know, they like doing that stuff too. But it was really great. There we go. Uh, my number three, going back to NXT, was Santos Escobar versus Cameron Grimes trying to get a spot in the North American Championship ladder match at the next NXT show that's staying and deliver. That's the show. Uh, that's going to be a really good event. I'm going to look forward to the ladder match, but go out of your way. Catch that NXT 2.0 match between Escobar and Grimes. I quite enjoyed it myself. Go ahead. Number two. So my number two this week is similar to my number two and my number one from last week, because the show overall was so great. And I'm picking out little tiny things that you need to definitely go and see. So my number two is Dynamite, and here's why. You need to see Yuda, because Regal slapped the taste out of his mouth, and it was like, ooh, I'm ready for Yuda to be a part of Danielson and Moxley. I need it. So Yuda stepped to them. He kind of wanted to join, but Regal said, nah, not yet. Bam! Slaps him across the face. It was really exciting. You got to see that. You got to see Private Party versus the Hardy Boys as well, because Private Party have always wanted to do this match, and it's so special for their to be able to be in the ring with their idols. They were having the time of their lives, bumping their butts off for the Hardy Boys, and. It made for a great match, so go watch that. And number one of number two, I did that last week. Yes, you did. <laughs> Thunder Rosa winning the women's title was a long time coming, well-deserved. Wasn't a huge fan of the way that we got here, but I understood it was in her hometown. It had to be this. Please go and watch that stuff. Wonderful. My number two... Going back to SmackDown, it is Brock and Roman's car capades. I had a hell of a blast watching those two brawl outside of the arena into the back and then Brock coming out afterwards with a car door. A nice little callback to Once Upon a Time, him and Seth Rollins and their feud with the uh, the J&J security car. It was nice. It was fun. It oh, gets yeah. me amped. Yeah, there you go. It I gets you amped for that. WrestleMania. So I'm now, I'm now looking a little bit more forward tonight, too, in that main event than I was before. Go ahead. Number one. Give it to me. Number one for me was Brock Lesnar's carnage on SmackDown. So it's perfect. It's perfect. We're leading right into it because there is not like a lot that entertains me on Raw or SmackDown these days. But Brock does it for me 100% because this is this is legitimately Brock on another level. This is the greatest Brock I have ever seen. And they did that old Stone Cold style backstage stuff, reminiscent of like the cement truck. And 
man, it was it was so so exciting, so exciting that I am going to be at SmackDown in Brooklyn next week because I enjoyed that whole bit and most of the show. Um, so I'm going to be really excited to see that and. I couldn't not I couldn't not make that my number one this week. It was so great. It literally sold you a ticket. It did. My, it literally it did. My number one, and I it, for people who know me, they're gonna be shocked as all hell. Jericho Appreciation Sarah. Wow. Jericho Appreciation Society. You've become a jazz hole. No, I am not a jazz hole. Instead, <laughs> what I appreciate is the nuance of Jericho, the sports entertainer bringing sports entertainment into AEW in the most obnoxious of way, making it a whole storyline for anyone who's a quote-unquote pro wrestling fan. We're all pro wrestling fans. Just telling it the WWE way, which some AEW fans are not fans of in the beginning. So I loved the promo. It did everything to get the right kind of heat. I'm excited now. I enjoy this version of Jericho because it's authentically obnoxious. So give me more of that, Chris Jericho 2.0. That should have been someone's miss, but it's not this week. So instead, how about you hit me with your number five miss? My number five. And you might be a little surprised about this if you know me, but it involves one of my favorite people in AEW. It's uh, QT Marshall continuing the stuff with Hook because I've enjoyed every Hook match because it's Hook and I love Hook, but my fear about when this started is unfortunately coming to fruition uh, because a QT feud doesn't end for months and it's got to stop. Like he won at the last pay-per-view cook one. So this should be over. We don't need any other stuff. And now they're going to continue it. And no, no, please. No. (laughs) (laughs) My number five goes back to SmackDown. Natty and Shayna Baszler getting their way into WrestleMania. I didn't like how we got here. Them getting involved in a match that you had hit, you made it one of your hits. Them getting involved in causing a a no contest finish just to then be rewarded a match at WrestleMania into that now fatal four-way for the women's tag titles shows how badly the women's tag division is. And it also shows that they had absolutely no plans as to how these teams were going to enter uh, literally from the get-go. So I don't like how we're getting there, but here we are. Give me your number four. Okay, number four is also really surprised because this has always been on my hits, but this week I didn't like it at all, what they did. And it was unfortunately Seth and KO on Raw. Um, I've, as I've been a big fan of these two together, and then all of a sudden they decide to do this weird-ass booking on Raw where he, you know, they're playing up, you know, someone's coming, and we kind of already know who that person is. Uh, and they have to do this like dissension between the two best friends because he's got to get a match on, he's got to get a, a talk show with Stone Cold. He's got to get a talk show with Stone Cold. So, like, the main event of the show, which was made an hour and a half prior of the main event of the show, is one is Seth versus KO for the talk show with Stone Cold at WrestleMania, which just I didn't like that at all. So I'm glad KO won. You know, we pretty much know what's going to happen with Seth. Um, so yeah, so I wasn't a fan of that. 
I'm joining you with number four. It's the same thing. Oh. I don't know why Seth wants a talk show with Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> he has no problem with Stone Cold Steve Austin. The problem is Kevin Owens and Steve Austin. I understand that maybe Seth is like, uh, I'm scrambling and uh, this is my opportunity to start something with Stone Cold Steve Austin. But no, it made absolutely no sense to me. I didn't need it in my life. Give me your number three, please. And thank you. I uh, love I love when we're in sync like that. Once in a while. Once in a while we get it. <laughs> so number three for me, for my misses, unfortunately, we go back to NXT 2.0. And I love all the four people involved. <laughs> I know where you're going. You, you know where I'm going. Um <laughs> uh, the uh, make-out contest, we'll call it. Uh, because... uh, get your sensors ready, by the way. Uh, I have called it the f- <laughs> <laughs> That is uh, my number two, but we'll get to that in a second. Go ahead. This yeah. is your number three. Um, yeah, because what the hell is this bullshit? Uh, it's, it's, it's a, the match before was fine. Like, it was a decent match. And then, you know, the men came out, and then it led to a distraction, and Indy wins. And then they all just start making out because they have to one-up each other. So, uh, excuse me. That's the horny police. That's the horny police. They're coming for Indy and Persia and Duke. Uh, Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll start talking nicely about it next week, I promise. Uh, Yeah, it was. it's just, it's terrible. So we just got to stop, stand and deliver, and then we move on, please. (laughs) Yeah, uh, and I hope they stand and deliver in a match and not in the other way. My number three going to Rampage, uh, and it's a little bit of Dynamite as well. It's the Chris Statlander reveal. On Wednesday, I was very excited to watch Chris Statlander take the makeup, the the space makeup off her face, and take out the the contact. And I I was like, okay, maybe we're going to do something more, quote-unquote, serious with Chris Statlander. Less alien, more I'm a real girl who wrestles now, which, you know, some people have been wanting that. I like Chris Stylander and I want to see her wrestle that way. And then the reveal on Rampage was that she just now wears all black and ditched and now has a blue streak in her hair. Um, I, I'm, I'm willing to let this play out, as they say, because the storytelling is, is available. But I did not like that the, the big reveal was that now she wears all black. I don't, don't care for that. So yeah, Chris Stylander. Looking forward to maybe better things. Go ahead, number two. All right, number two. I I touched on this earlier. Um, Sonia Deville being told to say some women deserve the beatdown at the hands of Natalia and Shayna. Um, we all know that Naomi is not doing a racist gimmick right now. But they're not helping at all <laughs> when they do stuff like this. They're not helping at all because why in the hell would you have her say that? Yeah, doesn't work for why? me either. Uh, so please stop. Please stop. <laughs> uh, my number two, you all know what it was. We just talked about it. Indian Persia and uh, Duke. And, oh my God, I'm forgetting his name right now. Uh, who's Indy married to? Uh, Dexter. Dexter. It's, it's, I, it's the D's, the, the double D's, Duke and Dexter. Anyway, I just, I, I, I just get it out, get it over with. I don't want it. Let's go. Uh, give me your number one. Let's go. Number one is something that I finally get to close the book on, and I'm so happy about it. <clears throat> Let me ask you a question, Joel. What has Edge become 
now that he's betrayed everyone he's ever loved and pushed them all away. Oh God, Judas in his mind. He's become skippable. Oh, oh, okay. That's much worse. Uh, I don't care about any of this at all anymore. And I'm sad because I really like Edge. I really do. I love him. And I'm so happy when he came back and everything that he's done. But this out of nowhere heel turn for no reason now made this one of the least anticipated matches at WrestleMania for me. This new song, okay, fine. The blue light, fine. Uh, but this classic, you people are the reason why this is happening. Come on, we're better than this. This is just lazy stuff. This is lazy. Just to get one person booed and one person cheered. I'm, I, I no. So I'm, I'm happy to say I finally closed the book on this and I don't care and I won't be paying attention to it anymore. My number one, this is going to shock some people because people are going to think this is a cop-out, but it's not. So hear me out. From WWE main event, Veer Mahan took on Gary Heck. Now, people are going to say, oh, it's just a squash match for Veer Mahan. No, no, no. I want you to go. I don't want you to do this because, again, this is a miss. I'm going to tell you now, every single Veer Mahan match on main event has played out exactly the same way. And when you take that and you add the fact that they've been running these Virmahan segments on Raw, these teasers, for the last God knows how many months, I'm not looking forward to Virmahan. And that's me because I'm watching everything. Every every other person who's watching wrestling probably going to be fine with it. But for me, I'm sitting there being like, he's going to do the same four moves and he's going to dominate one jobber and that's how he's going to start his reign of terror. Please make Veer more than a one-trick pony. We have enough one-trick ponies right now. Veer Mahan versus Gary Heck is entirely missable from WWE main event. I mean, I I, I'd argue most of main event is. I Yeah, I mean, I've never watched one Veer Mahan uh, match ever. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I have no idea who Gary Heck is. So Just a guy. <laughs> Just a guy. Yeah. You know what? Let's do it. We missed it last week. Hey, Drew, who's your favorite wrestler? This week... My favorite wrestler is Thunder Rosa. Mine, it's got to be Scott Hall. I got to get like, Scott Hall, who mm. unfortunately passed away earlier this week on Monday. Uh, he very tragic death, but also one hell of a career. I, I, I don't need to go into more than what everyone has been saying. Uh, just this week, if you have time, go and watch your favorite Scott Hall match, your favorite Razor Ramon match, whatever it is, go out and watch it. And uh, until then, Drew, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, before we before we end that, and you made me Go feel ahead. really bad that I didn't no. say Scott Hall now. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. It's entirely subjective. And if I we know. agree on everything, then it's boring as hell. Tim, Tim, could you please put Scott Hall right next to Thunder Rosa for me, please? Because <laughs> I also would like to agree with with, uh, with Joel here and say Scott Hall is also my favorite. So, but Thunder Rosa and Scott Hall. Works yeah. for me. Um, so yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Big Money Drew, and if you go into the Barclays Center next week, I will be there as well. I'll probably be wearing this shirt too, so you can look for the white head of the table shirt. The white head at the table. You want to lead with that? 
I'm at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. It's youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. We do hits and misses every week, and we drop content every single day. So you know what? We'll see you in the next video. Cheers. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.